Hello, students in LTAC 5210 for the summer of 2020. Uh, this is Dr. Scott Warren, your professor. Uh, I just wanted to take a few minutes to walk through directions because according to what I have here, we are not meeting on Monday, which is week eight. And I wanted to just kind of review what's upcoming uh, since we missed class last week uh, due to my fabulous internet, which is still fabulous to the point where I am not at my own house recording this right now. So what we were supposed to go through last time was regarding uh, principles of multimedia learning. And there was an interactive activity using Padlet that we didn't get to do which is unfortunate because it was pretty cool. Um, so what I'd like you to do is to just think about how you are incorporating media into your course as you get ready to do kind of final presentation stuff over the next couple of weeks. What do you think is going to be effective? What do you think may be challenging for your students? I'm just going to think that through. I'd also ask you to do some blog reflections. So the first one was a method of loci. And hopefully you actually went ahead and did that. If you haven't, uh, try to go back and do that uh, before next week so that you can get that one done. That's a memory technique. And part of the focus there is to get you to Think about the cognitive aspects of learning rather than the technology and the media. What it is that is happening in the mind, because that is where most of our focus with instructional design needs to be. And I want you to think about your implementation and evaluation. Is this really going to tell you valuable information? Is it going to help you get where you want to go? based on how you understand it. Yes, you will get feedback from me, feedback from peers, but I want you to think about where this is being applied and is it really going to give you what you need? Sorry, I'm hearing something odd outside and I'm not in my own house, so this is a little strange. Um, in terms of client feedback, hopefully you got client feedback. Uh, sometimes we have to make design choices and sometimes the client is right and sometimes the client isn't. But if you're going to choose to ignore what a client wants in favor of what you think is right, you're going to have to really justify it and really think it through. Um, with your peer feedback, was there anything in there that was especially useful, valuable? Was there anything that you're just going to reject and not use because you think it was off base? I want you to reflect on that in your blog entry. So this is really the, the blog entry for uh, week seven for this week. And on part two, I want you to think about your design plan. So is there anything you could do better with multimedia? Is there anything that could make the course more engaging 
as a result of changing a few things, switching from, say, pure audio, like a podcast, like you're listening to now, to something that has video, or will the video be distracting? Is audio your best choice? Uh, do you need to increase the text, decrease the text that's available in there in order to help focus people? What might you do differently? And then um, you're going to post two separate blogs for this. So part one will be its own blog with a link. Part two will be its own blog with a link. And you can just post both of those links in there if you need to stick it into a Word document or whatever. You can do that or you can just post them both in there, including in the comments. So... <clears throat> Again, activity four for this week was really focused on getting you to think about the most important part of instructional design, which is what is happening in the mind. How do we activate learning in the mind? How do we get folks to visualize? <clears throat> and what happens when we do too much with multimedia? What do we take away when we spend a lot of time building for people what do they lose because it's great to be provided with things but there are trade-offs whenever we make decisions and uh, sometimes you could overpack things with too many visuals or too much auditory component so that people can't really focus on what you want them to do there are techniques to improve this um, and we can even look to the way that people do it in uh, popular entertainment, there are folks uh, that do amazing work with visuals and auditory stuff. I really love film uh, personally and really high-end TV. Uh, so there's a show called The New Pope and another one called The Young Pope that were on HBO. And the way that they used silences to draw your attention to what they wanted you to hear and really focused you in with visuals, with color, to really draw your attention. Using cognitive theory, using learning principles is more important than just having a lot of content. If you want people to remember things, you need to give them time to remember them. You need to reinforce them. So... Think about the psychological principles that you're trying to use here and how you might improve learning in that space. So next week is, um, I've got a couple of things for you to look at in the resources here. There's a, an example with an implementation plan uh, that's been built out that you can look at um, before next week. Um, then it includes a kind of a checklist for the setting, description of user groups. Um, this is an evaluation plan for implementation that um, I created last year that kind of helps folks think through how they're going to integrate technology and how often they're going to implement them. And in fact, I'm Super excited to see this because I'm using it for another project, which is super, super helpful. Um, so just take a look at that and see 
what a real implementation plan might look like, how you have to think through the use and implementation of your instructional design or using technology effectively. Um, there's also a rubric uh, that is goes along with that that's filled out um, in terms of how the implementation and evaluation plan should be looked at so you can kind of self-evaluate uh, the depth, uh, whether the evaluation works, that it has enough length to it that it's useful, that the grammar and spelling, those kind of basic things are done well, and give yourself a self-score as you're reviewing your materials. Um, there's another thing on here that's measuring the effect of VR, and that you don't need to look at, so I'm actually going to drop that to week nine, and we can look at that kind of during our last class meeting, so ignore that. So for week eight, I'd like you to turn in your final project submission. Um, I'm working on finishing your feedback on what you've turned in with job aid and everything. Hopefully I'll have that back to you by Friday. And so um, next, or, so your final turn in stuff is due uh, the 26th, which is, you've got a little bit of time uh, before that's all due. And then you're going to do some slides, and that's really what I want you to uh, think about um, with this podcast. So I don't want a ton, and I'm actually right now, as we speak, creating a place for you to post in week nine. Um, I want you in the discussion forum. Uh, it's called Final Project presentation slides sharing and you will have an option if you want during that last class to present what you have uh, but everybody needs to go ahead and post their slides here and I would like you to do a voiceover just walking through your presentation should be no more than five to ten minutes uh, with your final presentation. In the week eight directions, it specifies um, <laughs> you're going to have one slide that has the title of the project, another that defines your topic, audience, purpose, and format for your design. The third is going to be your approach to the design, so kind of uh, the learning theory that is behind it, what it was that you were trying to address with the design of this, um, was this an online translation of a face-to-face -face course, were you revising an existing course to make it more interactive, were you building a full new course, uh, was there a business problem uh, that you were trying to address with training, was there an educational problem that you were trying to address for a client? How did you approach building this? Is it mainly a series of PowerPoints? Is it online training? Is it a series of videos? How did you approach addressing that issue? So that's the third one. If you need to split that into two, I'm fine with that. If you need more room, don't overfill a slide. Just create a new slide and just go over the, the five-slide presentation. I was trying to keep it to five so you don't have to do too much. But if you need to go up to like 8 to 10, just to make sure that it's not messy, it's not too busy, I'm cool with that. 
and then just walk through a little bit of what you developed, some of the sample material from it. Again, if you fit it on one slide, great. If you need to do two, three slides, totally fine with that too. Then one slide on how it's going to be implemented and evaluated. Um, and maybe a timeline could be included there. But if you don't have space, you don't have space, and that's fine. Um, and then in the presentation, just using your voice, describe when it might be implemented. Is this going to start in a couple of weeks? Is this going to be in the fall, in the spring? Uh, do you not know yet? Is it going to be uh, something that occurs whenever your client is ready for it? That's really up to you. Uh, but I'd like you to just discuss that a little bit and maybe discuss any kind of limitations or challenges that you can see with the implementation that may need to lead to revision in the future. And then there's a couple of readings on there, um, but I will be available uh, at 6 p.m. for about 30 to 45 minutes on Monday next week in case you have questions, so feel free to ask, and I will be available. Um, if you have any questions, again, reach out to me. I will um, get back to you as quickly as possible. I actually have to leave my house to get internet right now. Uh, supposedly, uh, Frontier is supposed to be coming to give me new internet tomorrow. I'm switching from Spectrum to Frontier because I keep not having very good internet at home. Um, so I'm hoping that will help. It's supposed to be faster. <laughs> My apologies for the internet issues, but hopefully those will be resolved soon. So in the meantime, I hope you guys have a great week. Uh, sorry that I missed you last night, but I wanted to just give you a little touching of the bases here. And I hope that you have no real problems, issues, or concerns. For those of you that are public school teachers, I know it's a stressful time with the bizarre plans for the fall right now. And for those of you that are currently working, those of you that are faculty, those of you that are working in uh, professional settings that are in industry, I know this is all super stressful. And just know that we're going to get through all this to the best of our ability and we'll just have to do everything we can to work together and let me know if I can help. I hope you have a great evening and I'll talk to you soon.